Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Gloria Julia Shower here. Uh, enjoying our Hump Day Wednesday. My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Stick around. We've got the Vintage Scandal, of course, on a Wednesday. They'll be coming up towards the bottom of the hours. That's always interesting. Aren't the times where, are we living in vintage scandalous times right now? It's Every day. Scandal. Every it's a day. Scandal. Yes. Okay, Lori, remember how yesterday we talked about how... Um, you know, Cindy Adams at page six kind of hinted that the ratings were stinky, stinky for um, Strahan and Sarah on ABC at noon. Yes. The third hour. Well, the big headline today is Megan McCain takes subtle jab at Sarah Haynes over ratings. Remember, Sarah Haynes used to be on The View. And she I liked left her that. On the view. I loved her on The View. Mm-hmm. And so here's what happened Haynes quit The View in July of last year and announced she was taking a gig up a gig with Michael Strahan to um, co-host the Good Morning America spinoff show. Amid rumors that the pair never got along, got it on, McCain praised Fox News' Harris Faulkner, and if that name sounds familiar, oh. she used to be an anchor here at Channel 5. And she had a radio show she for did. a hot minute. Yeah. Yep. Whose show goes up against Haynes in the number one, in the Eastern Time slot when they're on. Mm-hmm. She wrote, so proud of you, Harris. This is Megan McCain. Back, you know, yeah. so proud of you. Not that you need any accolades. Thank you for always being a woman I can look up to in this industry for all the goals I wish to achieve myself and for being a pillar of strength and friendship I can rely on. And you do it all the time with grace and class. <sighs> mm-hmm. Maybe Sarah Haynes is going to go back to the view. Of course, that, they would know. already know that all by now. They're not going to give the up fa- yet. Harris show outranks... In the key demo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's doing quite well. Yes. Well, Julia. Okay. What are you going to do? Mm. <laughs> what are I you don't know. Do? <laughs> I don't know. Remember when the poor people made that? Never mind. I'm what? not going there. What? All right. It uh, involved her name in a lawsuit. Yeah, it did. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. Julia's making rabbit sounds at me, but I can't pick up the clue. <laughs> rabbit sounds? Or rabbit. She's hopping with her <laughs> okay. hands. I'm not. I'm slow on the yeah. clue. Rabbits don't make sounds. That's not right. really. Do you want to know how Leanne Deceps is staying sober? Oh, let me guess. Um, she's drinking oh, non-alcoholic you know you know rosé and smoking... A vape pen. I was going to say American Spirit. 
<laughs> that would be that would be classic, Lori. That'd be classic. Okay, I right, love this trailer that you posted, Donnie. Oh. We don't. It's called Last Christmas. Amelia Clark, Game of Thrones, Khaleesi, Henry Golding, who was so great in Crazy Rich Asians, and it's absolutely wonderful to see an Asian man in a leading romantic comedy again. No, I know he can pull off these dream boyfriend roles. He really can. He's so he's suave, and she there. looks great. And Emma Thompson as her mom. And Emma Thompson wrote Last Christmas. Uh, we'll be watching. Mm. It yes, looks we will. Darling, it's filmed in yes. London. Um, There's a new George Michael song that we've never heard before that'll be featured in it. And mm-hmm. of course, she wrote it on a takeoff of the George Michael song Last Christmas. Mm-hmm. I gave yeah. you my heart. Yeah. Like the very next day. Anyway, this is her first big uh, Game of Thrones. And also, um, it's not a Game of Thrones. But it's her first Game of Thrones first- appearance. Since, or, you know, post Game, post Game of Thrones. Thrones. Thank yes, you. thank you. I knew yeah, I was trying to say something. Yeah. But she filmed it before the final season was done. And it just looks like a funny British Christmas movie in the vein of love, actually. It totally does. Mm-hmm. She plays an elf at a year-round Christmas store. And her mother is the woman from Crazy Rich Asians. Um, the the mom. Well, that's Henry Golding's mom, isn't it? Is Yes. Yeah. But she's the head of the shop. Yes. I'm sorry. And, and she, Michelle Yeoh. Yes, thank you. It looks Paul totally Feig good. Paul directed it. He directed Bridesmaids, so that's in good hands. They're still trying to get to the bottom of what's going on with Harry Styles. Does he not want to play Prince Eric? Did AMC Regal blow Disney's cover? And they're just saying no because they want to announce it at the expo. We have to decide. Which is it? I, first of all, don't care. No, that's not a good okay. answer on the radio anymore. Right. I've decided, so I'm going to care. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Harry, you wouldn't be playing the mermaid. Halle Bear, Bailey is doing that. So, and he wouldn't be playing your Ursula or whatever Ursula. Ursula. Because I think Melissa there was a breakdown in communications. The press release went out by the intern. Yeah, blame the intern. So he's going to do it. Well, I'm going to say no, he's not going to do it. You're going to say he turned it down? He turned it down. He wants something a little with a little more meaning. Listen, he doesn't have to do anything. It's just his voice. I know. And it's Disney. Yeah. I mean. I don't know. Yeah. It seems weird. It does. That's because why Disney I, has a big, like, summit coming up, and they, they think that they're waiting to announce it at the summit. It's next weekend. That's, that's kind of what I think. Mm-hmm. That's why they kiboshed the story. By the way, you were gone. Um, yes, dear. I was gone once. I'm not, last, I'm not missing or Two today. weeks ago. Two weeks okay. ago when you were in Montana, this story came out about, um, you know, the documentary on the anniversary of Patrick Swayze's death. It'll be on Paramount on How August 18th. How many years 18th. has he been dead, Lori? Well, it would have been his 67th birthday on August 18th. Okay. And I think it has been 10 years. That was so He was 57 when he died. And he was starring in a new TV show of pancreatic cancer. He lived a long time. That was a good show. It was in Chicago. He was like this cop. He was doing some gritty, gritty acting. Can't remember what it was called, but... Um, the stuff we can remember versus the stuff here's we Here's something can't. we didn't know, though. Lisa, okay. uh, you his know, wife. his widow. His widow. Okay. Yes. She it reveals that he, his mom physically abused him. Yeah. yeah, I read that. Did you read that? Yeah. Um, it, but they, he, he, she could be very violent. Um, he often recounted privately the story of his 18th birthday when Patsy, his mom, was 
hitting him. And his father told uh, her that he would divorce her if she ever touched him again. And she never did hit him again. And she was the choreographer who founded the Houston Jazz Ballet. And apparently her mom slapped, hit, pushed. The abuse she did to Patrick, according was to the story, was so much, yes, the and they and, say that. And he said, um, I, but I guess they stayed close until he died. She died after four years after him at the age of 46, but they never spoke about the abuse in the documentary she says, I think she would say to him, well, you know, sometimes I could be strict. I'm that kind of teacher. Uh, but Patrick absolutely loved and respected her. And it's called I Am Patrick Swayze. Mm-hmm. Yeah, next week. The 18th. I'm, I'm totally going to watch that. Oh, totally. Yeah, that'll be good. He, you know, he always just seemed like such a good guy. And they met at dance school when they were teenagers and were in love forever. Yeah. I I think that sounds like a sweet show, Lori. Well, we're going to find out because, you know, he dealt with alcoholism and he dealt with some, you know, post-trauma about, you know, having, it's hard to imagine if that's, you know, like, I mean, any of us, if any of us been, I mean, I got to, I can recall a couple of spankings. Oh yeah, you know, but, but I yeah, nothing, but nothing like that. No, the throw, no, the not, throw of the spoon, you know, yeah, something, nothing big. My mom used to like try and chase us with a slipper, you know. <laughs> Did and, you ever throw it? Yeah, she would throw it because she couldn't catch us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we could oh, just race away. And, well, because yeah. I think some part of a child's existence is to drive their mother crazy. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. My kids, it was a goal to see how long it would take me to swear. Yeah, I feel it. Yeah. You know, in their teenage years. That. It was something. But my mom, yeah, she really could not catch any of them. No, yeah. I know. Yeah, she's got and a, you'd outwit him. She's got a short gait. Yeah, well, she's got a short gait. There's three or four or five. or <laughs> where, you know, Where do you go? There's, there's, yeah. Where do you go? Everybody's doing it. Everybody's split up. This happened the other day. Right, no kidding. This happened the other day. Do you think Cameron Diaz is pregnant? Well. She's with Benji Madden. No. You don't think so? I don't think she's pregnant. Okay, you don't. I don't. All right. I don't, I don't know why I think that. She's I mean, 48 or 46. And, I mean, she um, certainly, certainly could. She could have a surrogate. She could, right. yeah. could well, be adopting a baby. Yeah. People have babies when they're older, too. She could have the baby. She's only 46. I mean, I know that sounds dumb Ooh, now. With assistance. Right. And she, I this guess. was her quote right. in Elle magazine. I like creating, so I'm just looking for the project that makes the most sense for me now. I have some things brewing, but it's a little too early to talk about that. Oh, for goodness mm. sake. She could be talking about a movie. She could be talking to return to TV in a great role. So she people can finally forget that she played Mrs. Hannigan and Annie. Which no one saw anyway. But it was a big, huge bomb. They spent hundred yeah. they spent a lot of money on that. Wasn't Jamie Foxx on that? Yes, he, he was. was. Did anyone see he that? Played uh, Daddy Warbucks. Yeah. Okay, so John Travolta, Donnie. I do want to. Ju- I want to just play the second oh, cut. Okay. okay. He's I got a new that? movie. Yes, out, he does. And my gosh, were the folks at GMA fangirling uh, over him? So, Last time you were here, you had hair. Right. Yeah. That was my favorite line. Last time you were here, you had hair. Yeah. Because he's gone. Uh, you know. He he's embracing. The yeah. He. I don't know what's happening Pitbull. to the toupee uh, closet in his Beverly Hills mansion. His young son is playing in there. Yeah. When John, here's what um here is here's what Roger Friedman says about the fanatic. 
his 11th commercial and critical flop B film since 2012. And this one is not even rated. It looked horrible. It will set a record held maybe only by Nicolas Cage. It looked, it, it's the fanatic. Yeah, the yeah. 11th yeah. movie in a row to be a total flop. Lousy reviews, no business. Directed by Fred Durst of Limp Bizkit. Yep, yeah. yep. The fanatic comes from an unknown distributor. It's so violent, <laughs> they didn't even offer it to the MPAA for a rating. Two weeks after it's released, it goes to video on demand. Oh, boy. Okay. His last hit was in Oliver Stone's Savages in 2012. The last hits he was really involved with were 10 years ago. Old Dogs and The Taking of Pelham 1 and 2, 3. Oh, yeah, the remake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Laurie. Yeah, so those days are over. Yeah. And his last career renaissance was to Quentin Tarantino, who resurrected him with Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. But if you notice, Tarantino, who does keep the same repertory of he actors. He didn't use him. He's never hired Travolta again. Oh, Laurie. Look at that. Look at that. So here's the one story. Right. We won't play anything about the fanatic. No. But uh, weird fan moments, because apparently that's part of this yes. movie. There's a fan. I'm just curious, though. You've had so many years in the public eye and all these uh, these iconic roles. What's the craziest thing that you've ever had to deal with with a fan? Well, fortunately, I've never had you know a situation where I've, I've ever been uh with ill intent toward me at all you yeah. know a couple of times i remember years ago when i was a kid there was a a girl that was in my closet at the house that had gotten in somehow and that scared me yeah, yeah. And, and then another time a, a a student walked in on the family dinner and i don't know why they were there but anyway they weren't ill intended you know right. no i've had a and you know i the reason I love this film so much is I am a fan of people. I am oh, a yeah. fan of that artists. Was the best line. And no, I believe I in, that, that everyone will identify with his passion toward someone that he admires. Yeah. It's that when do you go over the line? Yeah. Yeah. And that's the, the problem is the movie star goes over the line and yeah. the fan goes over the line. That and is, it's out of a certain confusion. That, that is a confusing answer about I'm a everything. fan of people. I'm a fan of, fan people. of people. A student came into mm-hmm. the room. Was he at the Scientology Center? Yeah, was, he was, he my massage? was he my massage? I don't know. Maybe the wig was keeping everything tight. I don't know. I don't he know. looked happy, though. Well, he did look happy, but the, he, hey, like when Roger f- uh, spells it out like that from Showbiz 411, Lori, it really does look bad. They showed a part of it, and it looks terrible. Terrible. Yeah. All right, yeah. there you go. Uh, quick recommendation. Yeah. If you want to see a good movie about a, a, an obsessed fan, see Pot Patton Oswald in the movie Big Fan. That's really good. It's, it's it? from 10 years ago, but he's he's a big fan. and it- Wasn't Robin Williams in kind of a weird? This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Heard. Yes. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Holly, let's, let's get to I, it. There is, a, there is a lot of dirt out there. So we have a lot of miscellaneous dirt today. Okay. I'm going to update you on a story we talked about yesterday. In the dirt alert, Todd Chrisley and his wife, Julie, uh, pled not guilty today in their tax evasion case. Uh, they were charged with 12 indictments yesterday, alleging years of tax evasion, bank fraud, wire fraud, conspiracy, all of that happening between the years 2007 and 2012. Their accountant was indicted as well. They are insisting that they are not guilty. Uh, now, Todd and Julie have been released on $100,000 unsecured appearance bonds, and their travel is going to be restricted to the Atlanta area and parts of Tennessee. They can travel to California to shoot their reality show, Chris Lee Knows Best. That is if they get permission from the probation officer. So what that tells me, they're, a, they're a, like just on the edge of being a flight risk of maybe, oh, you know, skipping town a little mm-hmm. bit. Again, pay your taxes. Oh my People gosh. have gone to jail. The situation, yep. that, we said this all uh, before. Abby Lee Miller. It's yeah. like these reality show people can get easily busted. They that can. would be one of the easiest IRS busts to do. <laughs> Just get a list of all the new reality people right. that are going and check, see what's going on. You think that there's somebody at the IRS whose beat is reality tv shows why not going out and to investigate also allegedly uh, their son has sixteen thousand dollars in back taxes that he hasn't paid just you know set a little aside oh (laughs) i think i heard there's okay never mind go (laughs) okay Mm -hmm. uh supermodel ashley graham is pregnant she and her husband justin elvin uh, shared the news on instagram a little cute video i think it's also up on our website mytalk1071.com and this announcement came on their ninth wedding anniversary it's their first kid together you know who's happy the two moms oh can you imagine yes. your your kids have been married for nine years yeah. and you're like, where are the grandbabies? Totally, totally, totally. <laughs> but yes. you said, yeah, the moms would want to know. Yeah. yeah. And I think that Ashley Graham has been, been fairly, oh, well, she's been open about wanting a family, yeah. I think. And, and that but they've was been she trying. like 22 when they got married? They must have been young. Yes, they were very young yeah. and okay. they had a whole courtship thing. She actually has a very interesting relationship she, with her husband yeah. that they met in an elevator while going to church. I think that's yeah. the story okay. for them. Uh, other things happening on social media, people praising Kourtney Kardashian for not photoshopping her stretch marks while she is out on vacation somewhere in the Mediterranean. You wouldn't even be able to notice them, really, unless you I looked went at and looked. it. I totally went and looked. I looked at the photo. They're on her, just yeah, her thighs. Well, you wouldn't notice them. But no. that's what I mean. They yeah. were just so subtle that fans, though. But that goes to show you how much they airbrush. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. And I did like what Courtney wrote back. Oh, I love my little stripes. I know. I thought that was so cute. That was cute. Yes. But they, the the other ones, airbrush, 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 yep. air. You don't know what's real and what's not. I mean, they would have us believe they're 
many operated times on noses are contouring. Yep. No, right, Lori. And they're, they're all skating into Chris Jenner, Michael Jackson nose territory right oh. now with the pinch tip. Sharing the same category. Yeah. Chris Jenner and Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. Uh, Olivia Munn is also posting photos on social media, as one does. And uh, people were pointing out a little bit of cellulite on her thigh. But again, it everybody pretty much has a little something-something on their thighs. But the trolls are out and uh, calling her thighs cottage cheese but she claps right back at all the haters what does she say um well she is just basically saying lol and she thinks that it's funny and uh that you know big deal right i yeah. mean you know i have a little bit of cellulite on the bottom of my thigh wearing a cute little white denim mini skirt so yeah. those are the things that are happening on social media Do you guys watch her show the rook on well, stars Lori, i was just i yeah. jolie richardson is on that I and know. I just started I last kinda, night. Did you I'm like intrigued. It? Well, I only watched Lori. Okay, all right. But I was intrigued by it, Lori, and it's it's it sounds right up your alley. Yeah, I know. I, well, I did like what Olivia Munn uh, wrote about, tweeted about uh, BH nine hundred two one zero. Did you watch that last week, Kelly? I did not. It's good. Did she not. said it was. Uh, it's like Matt LeBlanc's episodes meets nine hundred two one zero one zero. Because that oh, was a funny. great yes, show episode. And that is what the flavor really? of this right, show is. Then I'm going to try it because I loved episodes on Showtime. I, I know. It's that a time. show within a show that's a spoof about uh, yes. the show. I really I I like that it, show Lori. so much more. I'm going to okay. try. All right. So 90210, BH90210, by the way, is on tonight mm-hmm. on Fox. Oh. So if you want to watch the second episode... That's when you're going to want to watch it. Um, If you're going to Vegas, uh, just a reminder that Aerosmith is doing a residency in Las Vegas. Uh, They're halfway through that new residency. It's called Aerosmith Deuces Are Wild. And uh, they said that it's been one of the most thrilling endeavors of their career thus far. And that's where are they playing? um, The MGM or I can't remember if they're part of the rotating. They say it's an intimate area where you love deuces are wild. That's a good that's a good stage name. Um. Mm-hmm. You know, for a show in Vegas. They are at the Park Las Vegas. So they're one of the many rotating acts that are uh, there. And they get a lot of good ones there. And it was the name of one of their albums, Sonny. Okay. <laughs> All right. Clever them. In 1994. Uh, Joe, Joe Perry, the guitarist for Aerosmith, says that playing in Vegas has been an incredible opportunity to play a smaller version of a regular show in an intimate setting and a way to present the heart and soul of the band's essence with added elements you wouldn't have ever been able to to do in a one night only setting now do you guys know anybody who has been to this aerosmith residency i I haven't but i mean i gotta bet the band has to love it they're probably staying at a beautiful hotel in this rock and roll suite beautiful room services all the all the women and kids in their lives are happy because they're in one spot and they're not touring exactly so it's halfway through it it started in april so Check it out. Check out the Park Las Vegas if you are interested in seeing Aerosmith because I don't know how much those tickets are selling for or how many are left. So That'd be a fun show to yeah. go to in Vegas. Check your local listings. Thank you, Holly. What, what, uh, what's happening on the roads out there? In, uh, we got a hot something happening uh, in Minneapolis as you make your way into the city by 36th Street and 35th Street. All that construction on 35W when there's a crash. And then there was a scandal. Vintage scandal. It was quite the scandal. I am shocked at your behavior. 
Oh, there's so much scandalous behavior that I thought I would do scandal light today. <laughs> oh, thank you. Oh, all right. Because okay. I feel like scandal we've been light. dealing with scandals. So scandal, scandal, scandal. And I thought, right. let's go back to scandal where we know the person came through it and is on the other side and they're, everything is good and happy. Okay. Right. And that person. Robert is, Downey Jr.? No, Drew Barrymore. Oh, gosh. Maybe yes. Hollywood's ultimate survivor because think about it. Her story is not just about what she's been through, but also the fact that it's all been so public and we know what's happened. But let's mm-hmm. start at the beginning of her career. Her very first gig was at the age of 11 months. Uh, in 1975, she was in a puppy chow commercial. Okay. <laughs> then her first movie role comes five years Aww. later in a, in a horror film called Altered States. And then, of course, she became a star when she landed the role of Gertie in Poltergeist. No, no. E.T. E. Oh, E.T. first. E. Oh, she e. was so cute. Acting literally runs in Drew Barrymore's blood. The Barrymore family has deep ties in Hollywood with all of her great-grandparents and grandparents working as actors. Did you know that? Great and grand. I didn't know. I knew the Barrymore. Her grandfather, John Barrymore, one of the most acclaimed actors of his generation, played Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde in Paramount's original 1920 film. Her godparents are even Hollywood royalty. Her godmothers are Sophia Loren and Anna Strasberg, the widow of the father of method acting, Lee Strasberg. Wow. And she would describe her relationship with Lee Strasberg as so important or to Anna Strasberg as so important to her as a kid because she was so kind and nurturing. And her godfather is, of course, Steven Spielberg. Spielberg. Yes, 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 yes. Um, Her relationship with her own parents, who also were actors, is a bit more fraught, which is probably why her godparent, you know, relationship, because Anna Strasberg lived in L.A., which is where Drew grew up. Her dad, John, was an actor. Her mom, Jade, was an aspiring actress who had been born in a displaced persons camp in Brownenburg, Virginia, in World War II. Serious? That's one reason why that Drew wondered. kind of figured out why her mom was had, had so much many problems yes. being a mom. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. And she described her she's described her father as an abusive man who left the family when she was just 6 months old and never had a significant relationship with Drew. She's written about him both yes. of her, I think all three of her books that sometimes he would just show up after not seeing him for a couple of years on her doorstep no shoes like a homeless person, kind of? Yeah, where just, had he been from? He was just yeah. a real... And her mother had some very questionable parenting skills. She took her along because, remember, Drew's making the money. She's, yes, she this is. Child yes, she is. Taking her to Hollywood parties and Studio 54. And she was so young. When she was young, I think her first time at yep. Studio 54, she was like 11. By 15, she'd she been through rehab twice. Yep. Emancipated herself from her mother, moved into an apartment of her own. Jade, her mom, was caught selling her daughter's baby clothing in online auctions <gasps> in the mid 90s and was famously not invited. 
the Drew's 2012 wedding to, to the guy, the guy Cooperman, yeah. who that she had the children yeah. with. Um, in her memoir, which she wrote in '91, "Little Girl Lost," she began pouring liquor over ice cream at the age of seven. She got first drunk at a birthday party for Rob Lowe when she was nine. Slow dancing with Amelia Estefez afterwards, <laughs> and she talked about she and her mom went Just, out all the time. Unbelievable. Uh, like five times a week, they yeah. would go out, and a friend's mother would come to introduce her to marijuana with cocaine following it, and this friend being a boyfriend of her mom. With her addiction issues, when it, she went to rehab at the age of 13 in 1988, and then went to an 18-month stay at an institution for the mentally ill. And she wrote about that. She said it was a serious recruitment training and boot camp. It was horrible, dark, very long-lived, a year and a half. But I needed it. I needed the discipline. My life was not normal. I was not a kid in school with normal circumstances. There was something very abnormal, and I needed that severe shift. Wow. Uh, A suicide attempt at the age of 14 put her back in rehab for a second time. Followed by a three-month stay at the home of David Crosby and his wife, both who were recovering addicts. He told people in 1990, I didn't want to see Drew go down the tubes. She needed to be around people who were committed to sobriety, and we were family friends. Um, Oh, I I didn't know that. Yeah. I totally didn't know Um, that. While Drew has dated plenty of famous men over the years, none sticks out more than the one I didn't even remember, and that was her early relationship with another iconic child star. They had it in common, Corey Feldman. They even attended the 1989 Oscars together. Is that right? Uh, so yeah, she's written two memoirs, Little Girl Lost and then Wildflower, which I read in 2015. Um, Drew is the youngest person to ever host SNL. She took center stage at Studio 8H at seven years old. (laughs) But when she returned in 2009, she became the first woman to have hosted the show a total of six times. Tina Fey would come to tie that. In 2018. Okay. Wow. And when Drew was 19, she posed nude for the January 1995 issue of Playboy. Her godfather, Steven Spielberg, sent her copies of the images with clothes photoshopped on them (laughs) for her 20th birthday (laughs) with a note that read, cover yourself up. That's funny. And the same year she posed for Playboy, she turned in an infamous appearance on The Late Show with David Letterman. That's right. It was his birthday. She jumped on the desk, danced, flashed him her boobs. I remember this. Yep. Speaking with Colbert in 2018 about that moment, she said, it's like a distant memory that doesn't seem like me, but it is me, and that's kind of cool. I'm still down with that. I'm a mother of two. I, it doesn't feel like me, but I'm still into it. You only have one life. Can't you just hear her <laughs> saying that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, and in her career, Drew Barrymore has turned down some pretty major movie roles. In 1995, she was offered the leading role in Showgirls. Wisely turned that yeah, one down. I'd choice. say so. Saved yeah. by the Bell, Elizabeth Berkeley yes. has that. Uh, but it's a trashy cult classic. It is. She also uh, was offered the lead role of um, Sidney Prescott in Scream, but wound up accepting the less, the briefer role. The girl at the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. Of Scream. Is Scream answering the first phone call. You never saw that. 
Of course not. And, but my kids had every single screen yeah, mask. And of course, her loss was Nev Campbell's gain. Yes. And in the early 90s, Drew was BFFs with Mrs. Kurt Cobain and whole front woman. Courtney Love. Courtney Love. Mm-hmm. She met a boyfriend, whole guitarist, Eric Erlanderson, Erlandson. Uh, they went to the premiere of Batman Forever. And um, anyway, she is the godmother of uh, Francis Bean. She is? Drew Barrymore I is. did not know that. They're not as close as they used to be. Well, for whatever reason. Well, we with don't Courtney know. Love, because Courtney is kind of a train wreck, Lord. Yeah, maybe. Um, anyway, she's married. She's been married to three times. And I think the one. Green. Did Tom she marry Green. Green. They were like married for that four months. Joke. Yeah. Then she was married to the race car driver. No, she was married. Uh... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Once for two months to a guy who owned a bar, yes. Jeremy Thomas. Okay. Then for like nine months to Tom Green. Okay. Then the race car driver. No, no. Four years to Will Koppelman, the father of her oh, two really? daughters. But she was engaged two other times in the early nineties when she was like eighteen yes. and nineteen. I feel years like old. one of them was a ra- Italian race car driver. And I well, she dated the Strokes drummer for Bruce Moretti, yeah. actor Justin Long, and um, and of course she's um, uh, Drew Barrymore. We're talking about yeah, Drew and her then boyfriend Tom Green. They were one of her. Stories and she wrote about one of the books, Woken in the Middle of the Night by her uh, her adopted yellow lab, Flossie. A fire had started in the house and the pup had literally banged and jumped up on the, kept banging on the and bedroom door. Saved them. And uh, saved him. And she and Tom stood outside uh, with firefighters and, uh, and uh, thank God for Flossie. And Flossie, you yeah. know, only died nine years ago, but she was the age of 16. Mm-hmm. And Drew traveled to India and scattered her ashes in uh, the Ganges River because she was so grateful that Flossie saved their life. She said we wouldn't have woken up. The house burned to the ground. Oh, that's really sweet. And um, anyway, she also introduced her friend Nancy Javavnan to Jimmy Fallon. Oh, that's his wife. Yes, mm-hmm. and they've oh, yeah, yeah, and then all right, and then uh, if you've ever watched an old Family Guy in in syndication and thought that character sounds a lot like Drew Barrymore, she made her debut on the show in two thousand and five as Mrs. Lockhart. Do you know who that I, is? I do no. know who that is. Yeah. Yes, Brian's girl, of and of course she has Barrymore wines, her flower mm-hmm. line at Walmart. Everything mm-hmm. is good, and she's hoping to be in another Adam Sandler movie. They've been in three together. Yeah, and, and her first child's name was Olive, and it just reminds me of that book Olive, Olive and the Olive and the other Olive the other reindeer. That's right. Yeah, yeah. that I, I bought think she's from a child about that. who sold it door to door. Years anyway, I think Drew. I think Drew Barrymore, if she wanted she's to, lovely. she would be a great talk show host. 
She's lovely. Well, she'd be kind of good, yeah. I think. She was on that energy. horrible show, The Santa Clarita Diet. Yes, that's. Gone I now. I miss her acting. Um, I I loved her in like Pitch Perfect. Well, yeah, anything with Michael. Fox. I mean, we want to see her act, but I love I I love like being she's able. She's got a personality. She does, and yes, she had she's had scandal, but she has come through to the other side of it. And I just thought, you know, that's kind of. <laughs> Let's do some redemption scandal stories. I like shall it. We? All right, listen, we'll be right back with the rest of the headlines. The cl- Ain't nobody else that I be under. Beautiful, beautiful life right now. Beautiful, beautiful night right now. No, no, no. Tomorrow comes and goes before you know. So I just had to let you know. Caller reminding us that uh, Drew Barrymore, one of her best performances, was in uh, Great Gardens. Did you guys see oh, that? She was amazing in that she with played Jessica little, Lange. Little Edie yes. in Great Gardens. Yeah, that was very good. That yes, was back in that really was. Yeah. Very good. True story. Very good. Yeah. All right. Well, something. I mean, I cannot believe how this amicable separation between Miley and Liam has turned so ugly so fast in just four days. Their PR teams are work hard. Well, no, I think their friends are calling different people because in the four days since the separation was announced, I mean, we've got drug use and infidelity are emerging from insiders from both sides, giving drastically different accounts of the, of the, of the, you know, breakdown of the relationship. Oh, no. Remember, you know, this, she tried to save the marriage, but he was drinking a lot, using certain drugs. These people are saying, no, she was a cheater, McCheater, and she was wild, and he's been waiting for her to settle down. And outrageous public behavior, and other people are saying that, um, you know, uh, that, uh, you know, she was never unfaithful. She was worried he would be unfaithful. Okay. Boy, that's a lot of a lot of a lot of it. Really, is because remember they said they've agreed to separate at this time. Ever, Mm -hmm. they're gonna they're gonna remain dedicated parents to all their animals while lovingly taking this time apart. Never even said anything about divorce. All of this insider talking to people is gonna speed up. It is. Do you believe this, Lori? To believe what? What I'm just saying right now? Yeah, I believe what I'm saying. All right, you do. Both sides. There's truth in both sides. I, you know, yeah, I think they've had a up and down thing for 10 years. Yeah. Don't rule out that they won't get back together and okay. who knows what the spin will be. That's okay, like Justin and Selena. Yeah. Oh Do you believe yes. that, um, so apparently on Howard Stern this morning, Howard was talking about Simon Cowell is a sleazebag and a liar and he'd love to see him fall flat on I his face. I came in on the tail oh, end of this uh-huh. and tell me more. All right. Well, on Howard Stern this morning, he shared some words for his longtime nemesis, Simon Cowell. Now, when Howard Stern was on as a, a judge on America's Got Talent, Simon Cowell was just doing it in the U.K., but Simon had left. Yes. Went to the UK okay. only. Howard came, came in. And Simon owns America's Got Talent. Does he? started he? it. Yes, okay. I believe he owns it. So he said, personally, I'd love to see Simon Cowell bleeping suck one of his bleeps. Oh, my so, In other words, I would love to see him fall flat on his face. And yeah, there's um, no love lost between. I've heard Howard talk about him. That what Four a years later. 
Um, Howard Stern, 65, still holds a grudge because of this. My only beef with Simon was he had a campaign behind my back, which I wouldn't have known if the Koreans hadn't hacked Sony. Mm. They exposed <laughs> these emails that he had going. That's we can right. get rid of Stern and I'll work for so much cheaper, Stern continued saying. And by the way, if I had really wanted that job, then I wouldn't have been pissed. But I just find him sleazy and he's a liar. And then uh, he says that um, Simon Cowell tried to call him to claim the emails were fabricated. Oh, that's tough. Mm-hmm. That's tough when the emails have been hacked. And by the way, we were all just lying in right. those. Yeah, well, oh, I wonder how so many people busted. tried to say that. Yes, it wasn't me. Then he called me up and said, oh, Howard, you know that none of that Sony hack is true. None of that. Dude, like, what am I, an imbecile? And I in Howard Stern's basically saying, yes, Simon, I'm sure that's true. I didn't give the blank blank. What do you think? I'm stupid and that I wouldn't think that the Sony hack was true. This guy is just a sleaze bag. Mm hmm. He's one of the douchiest guys on the planet. He looks like a douche. I mean, come on, the way he wears his shirt so open. Well, his quote today is that I am a vegetarian douche bro and I've lost... Because remember when he fainted last year or the year before? Well, he just wants you to know that he's a vegetarian douche. A vegetarian? Vegetarian Oh, he has lost some weight. Yes, he said it's because I'm a vegetarian and I'm... So happy and feel so much better. Okay. Are you happy and feel better? I well, I feel better now that you told me all this. <laughs> you know, Jessica Simpson is feeling better by the moment. She did disable her Instagram comments after you know she was getting what criticized was- about her parenting. Jessica Simpson. Yeah, oh, I like her. Oh yeah, she's darling. But I don't know why she feet. reads these. I don't know why she reads this stuff. I don't know, but Lori. Any of them. Here's what I thought you guys would be excited about today. Tell me. Halle Berry is 53 and uh, decided to post uh, a braless shot. Sizzling wet t-shirt snap. I wish I'd had this idea on my 53rd birthday. I'm really kind of mad at myself. (laughs) You not too late. I don't know. Lori, you can still do it. Let's do it at the fair. We'll get one posted at the fair. We'll do it at the fair. We'll do it. We'll be back in our building and then I'll just take one of you and then we can go out and post it on the big screen. Gee. Jeez, that's kind of a cute picture of her, but she's darling. She's got a very dark nipple. (laughs) I can see right through the. Can you see the nipple? Yes, it almost looks like a baby got brown body perk. It's so uh, perfect. That's the right word, Lori. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. I, I mean, Julia, I saw it, Lori. I already saw it. You did not think Baby Got Brown? I did not. I don't care. Answer? I want to talk to you about The Haunting of Hill House Season 2. Oh, yeah. So okay. according to the dude uh, that developed it and wrote it, he okay. says Season 2 is much scarier, if that's even possible. And the second I... I the second episode or season is called The Haunting of Bly Manor. It's based on a Henry James novella, mm-hmm. The Turn of the Screw. Oh. It's 